Welcome to the Beyond Fitness Podcast with Mel and Bree. I'm Mel. And I'm Bree. And we're two moms on a mission to educate and empower others to take charge of their health by ditching the all or nothing mentality, leading by example, and living life without deprivation. Making improvements to your health doesn't have to be hard. And we want you to have the tools to teach your family that you can be healthy and enjoy life. Friends. Hello. Hello. There you are. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Since we got our venting session over before we actually started this. <laughs> right. <laughs> Probably a little, a little therapy right there. Absolutely. <laughs> Even coaches need, need therapy, right? Right. Right. And it's yeah. always good to have a, a, you know, a, a fellow coach to, to vent to. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, so true. So true. Um, Yes. All right. Well, I am excited because you're going to be talking about carbs today, and I love carbs. They're my favorite. Oh, right. Me too. <laughs> uh, who doesn't love carbs? I mean, I really like anybody that says they don't love carbs, I think they're lying to themselves. I, I think so. I think so. So, I mean, okay. So, when you're with a client and they're talking to you about nutrition, what is the one thing they ask you about? Like what, what is like one of the top things they ask you about? Should I eat carbs? I heard I shouldn't eat carbs. They're not good. Right. Right. Like I, I get that all the time and I totally understand why there's so much mixed stuff in social media and on the news about carbs. We've demonized carbs first, you know, in the eighties and nineties, we demonized fats. And then, you know, after that it was, the carb phase and now carbs are so bad and people are really confused on what a carb is. So, you know, I thought it'd be really good to do this episode tonight and just give more of an explanation of what a true carb is, what it does for us and, you know, the good, the bad, why, why we need them or do we need them? You know? So, um, with that being said, so what, what is a carb? I mean, it, it sounds so simple, but I don't think, I think a lot of people don't really know what a carb is. So if you take the scientific aspect of a carb, um, it's a compound of carbon, and I'm going back to my science days, carbon, mm-hmm. hydrogen, and oxygen. So, you know, everything in life that we deal with has it, some form of an element and you know, multiple makeup compounds. Um, carbohydrates uh, come in simple forms such as sugar and complex forms such as starches and fiber. So it's good to know that there's a couple different types of carbohydrates because um, that will help you figure out more of what you need. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah. And, and if you don't mind. Yeah. Um because people interchange starch and carbs so much, can you clarify if there is a difference or what exactly you mean? So starches are things like potatoes, um, um, bread, pastas. um, So, and then a carbohydrate is, it's a macronutrient. And right. a starch is a form of a carbohydrate. Okay. So you've got your sugars, your starches, your fibers. So fruit, and I'm going to touch on more of this, but like fruit 
is a carbohydrate. Vegetables are carbohydrates. Rice is a carbohydrate. Bread is a carbohydrate. Basically, anything that has some form of sugar is a carbohydrate. It's all about what it does in the body. And so the body breaks down most sugars um, and starches into glucose. Mm-hmm. And that glucose, it feeds the cells in your body. So right. carbohydrates are our primary source of fuel. Now, so this is, <laughs> I think this is where a lot of people get confused on carbohydrates. So carbs, um, you, you need them to survive to a point. Uh, your body, it's your primary source. And then when you don't use, when you don't have carbohydrates readily available, then your body starts using fat and protein, um, which puts it into a form of ketosis, which is a whole nother podcast. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But um, you do need carbohydrates to an extent because of the vitamins and minerals that your body gets from them that you would not necessarily get from protein and fat. Right. So you have to look at it from that standpoint versus, you know, the other factors that come into play. Mm -hmm. Um, Cause I've, I don't know about you, but I've heard a lot of people get on and say, Oh, you, you know, you don't need carbs. Your body doesn't need carbs. Um, you're, you, yes, fat is essential, but, and if you don't have carbs, your body will rely on the fat. Well, yeah, fat is essential. We absolutely 100% need fat in our diets because there are certain vitamins, again, that we need um, mm-hmm. that our body won't manufacture, that if we don't get that, we won't be able to live. But right. carbs, I, I feel like it's more slow moving than fats. Like you take fat out of the equation, like you don't have fat in your you're not eating the right amount of fats and your body is just going to tank like right away. Whereas right. carbs, it takes a little bit longer, but you know, you can only go so long without certain vitamins. You, your hair will start falling out. Um, your body will shut down. Um, I'm trying to think of, there's so many different and there, I, I'm drawing a blank right now, but there's so many different illnesses out there that can, be affected by cutting out carbs in your diet. And it's just not sustainable. Right. When you look at it from that perspective, um, cutting out carbs is just, we eat so many carbs, especially in the American diet and stuff we've grown up on. And you think about it, most people that go on the diets where they completely cut out carbs, how do they act? Yeah, they're pretty, pretty hangry. Sometimes kind of, um, they have a brain fog. Um, and then they'll, a lot of them will usually tend to binge, Yeah, you know, they'll get, they'll, they'll go off and then they just go down a really dark place (laughs) where they eat it all. and, And then they have those feelings of regret. Um, there's one thing I wanted to bring up too. When we talk about, because you can survive on very minimal carbs, it is absolutely possible yes. you can thrive on that. There's nothing wrong with that. So it's important 
that when people say, well, you know, I'm keto, I don't eat carbs. Yes, you do. Um, unless you are avoiding all fruit and all vegetables and just eating fat and protein and, and, you know, vegetable or fruits never pass your lips, you are getting carbs to a degree. Well, and I think that's where people get thrown off is because they don't consider vegetables and fruit Mm -hmm. carbs. Mm -hmm. So if you're, you have a diet where you, like you said, you are only eating fat and protein, you are not going to do well. Like you're going to have issues, but if you have fat protein and you're just eating vegetables or maybe vegetables and fruit, yeah, you'll, you'll be fine. I mean, you may be miserable. You may, and you may thrive on that. You may do awesome, um, on just having those fruits. And I know a couple of people that they, I, they can't even tell you the last time they ate bread or pasta or rice or, you know, oats or whatever. Right. And I think that's great if that works for them and their body's functioning well, their, their levels are well, are are doing well. I I think that's great. More power to you. It's just important to, like we say about everything, it's important to find what works for you and really do the research. You know, you can't just eliminate a whole macronutrient and, and thrive. If you are, you need to have direction. You either need to know what you're doing, like you have um, knowledge in that area, or you need to be working with somebody that does, because right. you're going to cause a whole new slew of problems by being like, Oh yeah. And that's oh, one of the things that really just gets to me is there's a number of people that go on keto because, you know, their friend had success or their family member has success on keto, which good for them for taking that initiative to make changes Absolutely. But it's really important to do your research to understand why they were successful on it. And have, how long have they been doing it for? Have they been doing it for like a month and they lost 30 pounds? Okay, we'll check back with them in six months and see how they're still doing. Check back with them around Halloween, Thanksgiving, yeah. Christmas and see how they're doing. Right. But it's <laughs> really important no matter what approach you take, whether it's, you know, keto, paleo or you're just doing um, a normal, like, day-to-day, wh- whatever approach you take. You mm-hmm. need to do your research and figure out, okay, what what all goes into this. Not like, oh, who on social media is doing this diet and how, how are they doing on it? No, you right. need to get the scientific background behind that method and right. figure out, is this something that's going to work for me? Because if you start doing it and just say you're doing it for your three months in and you're tired of it. Okay. Well, your body's gotten used to that. Your metabolism is going to be severely affected. If you go off of that and do something different. Yep. So it's important to whatever you're going to look at, whatever Avenue, whether that's nutrition or, a new exercise regimen you're going to follow. It's important to ask yourself if it's feasible long-term. Can you picture yourself doing this for the rest of your life? Right. So it's really, I can't stress it enough. It's really, really important that you do the research on whatever method it is that you're doing. Most of the time I recommend to people if they're, um, 
serious about their nutrition, but they're not wanting to follow any type of structured, not structure, but like, I never recommend fad diets. Right. But if they're looking for something a little bit more solid than that, say, okay, just eat clean. Right. Just plan out your meals. Try, you know, it's trial and error. You have to figure out what works for you. It's going to take time. You have to be patient. Yes. And then you want you want to journal everything because how are you going to know what's really working for you and what's not? If you don't track it, you don't record it, record not only what you're eating, but record how you're feeling, the times of day that you're eating, anything out of the norm that may happen, how you're sleeping, what your stress is like. And are you pooping? Yes. Yes. yes, I said poop. Yes. <laughs> but those are important things that you need to be noting. Because yeah. how are you going to know what works for you if you don't have all the pieces to the puzzle? Right. You're just kind of shooting fish in a barrel. Well, that didn't work for me. Well, yeah. why? Because <laughs> if you're not recording it, it's going to take you that much longer. It, exactly. Why not do yourself the set yourself up for success ahead of time and, and write that down? But I can tell you right now, most of you, Cutting out carbs from your diet completely is not the answer. No. And, you know, those that do and they're like, yeah, but I I lost weight so quickly. Yeah, of course you do. Because carbs are like sponges. They like to hold on to things, to water. Um, And as soon as you cut that out or reduce that, of course you're going to see a quick weight loss. I'm doing air quotes here because it's water weight. Um, Well, that and carbs taste so freaking good that you can't just stop. Like... It's not like where you can have, you know, um, a piece of chicken and, okay, you know, I'm good after I eat those, you know, so many ounces. No, it's, I mean, they're not, unless they're really heavy in fiber, they're not going to be very filling. Right. And so you want to eat and eat and eat and, you know, sugar, our body craves sugar. And if it's the wrong kind of sugar, if it's like the bad kind of sugar, there's other things in it that make us, that trick our brain to make us think that we're not full, that we want more. And we may not be full, but we want to eat more and more and more. And we don't recognize when we are full. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's something to consider as well. For sure. So... Good carbs versus bad carbs. Let's talk about that a little bit. So your good carbs. Now, I hear people say this all the time. And really just blip. It, like, it, I just want to hold them and be like, oh, no, sweetie, that's not it at all. <laughs> because they'll say, oh, I can't eat bread because bread's not good for you. Oh, that's sad. I know. And I'm like, why is it not good for you? Now, there are certain, just like anything else, there are certain kinds of breads that, you, you know, you should try to not avoid, but like minimally. Not use. make it a staple. Yeah. Like I yeah. love French bread. Love French oh, bread. Like I want to like, stuff. I want to break it apart and like dig in the center. Like right. I just want to pull out the white stuff in the center and just eat it with some olive oil and balsamic vinegar and just, yeah, go to town. But I don't, I don't buy it on a regular basis. Now, do right. I have it ever? Yes, absolutely. Like from time to time, I'll, I'll just 
buy a loaf and and snack on it and uh, i'm a happy camper i think i think i'm going to stop you for just a second i think it's important too that we don't demonize them as good or bad um i don't think that they're necessarily bad they're just maybe not optimal for you right it's not something so the ones when we say bad like we automatically think you know bread pizza pasta um it's not bad it just shouldn't be a daily thing right Uh, right no it's very important to yeah um and you know like texas toast like that oh my gosh that is so good (laughs) i i it was a treat i got some for the girls last week and i made them french toast with texas toast you would have thought they died and like gone to heaven yeah they're like, this is so good, you know, because I usually make it on like whole wheat, whole grain bread, and <laughs> I use cashew milk and, you know, blah, blah, blah. But I was like, no, we're going all in today. <laughs> um, no, is it optimal? No, but we enjoyed ourselves. It's a treat and you move on. So anyway, I just had to say that. Yeah, no, no, no. Um, and I think the non-optimal ones, is they're just not as overly nutritious as Right, the they're not they're not giving, they're not really providing Mm -mm. you much value. Mm -mm. No, because if you look at like the white breads, um, now there is bread that is actually very good for you. It's high in protein, um, sprouted bread, high in Mm. protein, high in fiber. It's actually really good thing to have, right. It's filling. Um, and it can count as a complete protein when you add something like peanut butter to it. Right. So it can give you the protein that you're lacking because it's got those, um, those essential amino are part of those essential amino acids that you need. Right. So it's something that you should not be cutting out. But when you take white bread, what happened is they've refined the heck out of that. So they've taken all the nutrients out and just left you with the sugar. So it tastes so freaking good. (laughs) Right. Um, same thing with white pastas. Um, they've taken all the nutrients out and they've just left you basically with the sugar. Right. So when we're saying not optimal, it just means it doesn't have as many nutrients. Or um, like your donuts or your croissants or your cakes or cookies. You're killing me. I know, right? <laughs> Those things are high in saturated fats and also high in cholesterol and trans fats, which can cause, you know, health issues. All kinds. Yeah. 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 I mean, you've got diabetes, some forms of cancer, um, just heart, you know, high blood pressure. Yeah. Yeah. All, All the things. And they're also low in fiber. So again, lacking nutrients, um, high in sodium, a lot of them are high in sodium. So that so that means you're not going to poop and then you're going to hold water. Yeah. <laughs> but when, like, you know, read your ingredients if you're ever not sure. Something is like saying, oh, this is a healthy, like, uh, what is it? The Dave's brand that you can get at HEV? Yeah, that's what we get. They have a white bread. Yeah, it's actually it's, pretty good. Yeah, and it's not like you would think white bread is. It... Right. Um, is actually very nutritious in comparison. Now, I would still, I mean, personally, for me, I do the sprouted bread. Now, my kids don't really like the sprouted bread because they don't like the nuttiness of it. So Same. I get them the Dave's white bread, mm-hmm. which I'm fine with. Um, yep. But it's just, 
going back to reading the labels, um, yep. usually breads. So do, do you remember, I can't remember how long ago, but there was this whole craze about five things to avoid. And one of the things on the list was wheat bread. And I know a ton of people were like, what? Wheat bread is supposed to be good for you. Right. Well, yes, certain wheat breads are, but wheat bread. And now if you see the word like whole in front of wheat, those are traditionally the ones that you want to lean right. towards. But if it just says wheat, the reason why they're telling you to avoid it, one, is it it's not really, it's not whole wheat. But right. they also have ingredients like corn syrup. Right. Um, and most, I call them fake wheat breads. Um, most fake wheat breads have high amounts of corn syrup, high amounts of sugar, and they've taken a lot of the nutrients out. So it's, you might as well just get white bread at that point. Yeah, yeah, I would too. So, I mean, so that those are just things to pay attention to. Again, reading your labels. Um, so the non-optimal carbs are going to fall in that category. Um, of the non-nutritious foods, high in saturated fats, high in cholesterol, all those things that we just talked about. Right. Now, the good carbs, how you know it's a good carb, things you want to lean towards is um, it's things found in nature, mostly. Mm-hmm. I mean, things that haven't been refined are in its truest form, all-around whole foods. Um, good carbs are low in sodium, low in saturated fat you know, low in cholesterol, no trans fats. Um, And it depends because, okay, like an avocado can be considered a fat. It can also be considered a carb. Oh, and that's that's another thing I want to touch on. I don't want to get too into it because it's going to take into a whole new podcast. But Mm -hmm. um, a lot of fruits and vegetables have trace amounts of other macronutrients. Right. Small amounts um, like fats or proteins. It just depends. But um, primarily when we're talking about carbs or when we're talking about these things, we're primarily talking about carbs. We're not taking into consideration those other macronutrients. Uh, Let's see if there was something else that you want to look for carbs that are high in fiber to keep you regular. This will help with your digestive system. This will help with um, just how you feel overall. It'll keep you satiated so you don't go overboard and eat as much. Uh, And then uh, there was something else I wanted to talk about, but it's like escaping my mind because I just get so excited about talking about carbs. (laughs) Uh, I get excited about eating them if that makes you I feel know, better. I know. Again, it's just mostly you think you want to find things in truest forms. But bread, pasta, rice, those things are all okay. And I know there are certain diets that say absolutely 100% no. And some of them even say no to potatoes, to um, legumes, uh, sweet potatoes, and there are so many nutrients in those foods 
that, I don't know, if you're going to cut them out, make sure there's, you're doing your research and, and figuring out, okay, what, what am I missing by not having these? Right. But, um, I mean, that's, that's basically what I wanted to touch on tonight. Did you have anything you wanted to add? Um, well, I think it's safe to say that because we started with, you know, what's the question that we get from most of our clients and that's, can I eat carbs? Should I eat carbs if they're trying to lose weight? Right. And the answer to that is absolutely. You can lose weight while still eating carbs. Um, and, and I think that's why you and I are such big proponents of not cutting anything out and still advocating that our clients enjoy the foods that they regular, that they normally enjoy just in moderation. Mm-hmm. Um, because we want them to have that long-term success and long-term success does not go hand in hand with deprivation or eliminating food groups. Right. And so. I mean, <laughs> look at portion control too. Mm-hmm. I mean, that portion control is huge when you're trying to lose weight. Um, you want to make sure that you know, you're burning off more calories than you're eating. Yeah. I don't, I don't care what anybody says. Cause I've heard so many different things. Calories in versus calories out. The reason why a lot of these fat diets work, I've said it before and I'll say it again, is because they put you in a caloric deficit. Now I've heard people say, Oh, that doesn't make a difference. Um, the caloric deficit, um, if you're eating the right things, well, if you're eating the right things, it's going to put you in a caloric deficit. <laughs> right. So <laughs> yeah. you, you can't out argue yeah. science, like yeah. the, the, the numbers. I'm sorry. So, but you, it need, you need to find a diet that tailors to your needs because mm-hmm. if it doesn't, then you're not going to stick with it. Right. And, I'll, you know, there's these yo-yo dieters that, and it's not, it's not that they want a yo-yo. It's just that they get on this diet and they're all gung-ho and, they're looking at it like, oh, once I lose those 30 pounds, I can go back to eating like I was. Right. Well, no, yeah. you can't because that's what caused you to gain that weight. Right. So whatever right. you do, that whatever approach you take, whatever you get into, you need to look at it like, okay, this is how I'm going to be eating the rest of my life. Now, right. you can be a little stricter in a couple areas in the beginning. Of course. But... Overall, if you're like, okay, my approach is I'm cutting out all carbs. Okay, well, are you going to be cutting out all carbs? Because that's a big thing. That's not a little thing. Right, right. No, that, it, it is a big thing. Yeah, and it's... You, could say, you could say, okay, I'm going to cut out candy bars right now. Okay, that's a little thing. You right. could do that. That's a wonderful thing. Yeah, you yeah. could do that and then add that in on occasion. I always tell my clients, you know, to, I have a no list and it doesn't mean no, you can never have it. It's just like, try to avoid these things as much as possible within the first 30 days. Again, I'm not right. saying you can't have them. It's just, and it, what it does is it helps detox their body and get the cravings out. So they're not craving those. And they know, oh, okay. You know, I just need to really try to watch myself these 30 days with eating these things. And then after that, we, we take steps to kind of incorporate that back in here and there. But the mm-hmm. goal is for those 30 days just to try to minimize 
So and things like potato chips, candy bars, um, white bread, alcohol. So it's it's nothing. I'm not telling them to cut out, you know, pasta or um, steak, or I'm not telling them to cut out any right. of that kind of stuff. It's just stuff that our body really doesn't need and is often tricked by the chemicals that are in it, like all these mm-hmm. things that have no nutritional value at all, basically. Right. Right. Um, so it, you, you just have to find what works for you. And you have to be willing to put in the work to figure that out. Yes, exactly. And I think that's where a lot of people take a detour is because it's not that they're lazy, but I i mean, in a sense, it is kind of laziness, but I think it's more so they don't know where to start. So right. they're just looking for those quick answers. Yep. Yep. I would agree. All right, girlfriend. I think we covered everything we wanted to. Yeah, we covered all the carbs. Well, not all, but all. <laughs> I might I might go eat some carbs after this. Right. Um but no, seriously, if if you have more questions about carbs or want us to go into more detail on anything or are confused on anything, you can find us on Facebook at Beyond Fitness or you can leave comments under the podcast or find us on Instagram. Um Mel is at at Mel Hammonds and Bree is at Hope Faith Get Fit on Instagram. So until next time, we'll catch you later. Later. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Beyond Fitness with Mel and Bree. We'd love to have your feedback and have you subscribe to our podcast. To connect with us, feel free to look us up on Facebook at Beyond Fitness with Mel and Bree. Or you can find Mel on Instagram at Mel Hammonds or Bree at Hope Faith Get Fit. Until next time.